Welcome to Inside the Multiverse with Carlos, Brad, and Matt. In this episode, we discuss recent casting news for The Flash and Black Adam. We discuss the Suicide Squad 2 trailer. And we play a game of who would win in a versus fight. Check us out on Twitter at IT Multiverse. Now, it's time to explore with us as we go inside the multiverse. What's up? We're back here with another episode of Inside the Multiverse. I'm Carlos. Matt and Brad, how's it going? Things are going pretty good. How are you guys doing? Going good. Doing good. Can't complain. Yeah, so uh, this show was just supposed to be a pretty simple short show. Then, of course, like in a lot of times, you know, a bunch of stuff got dropped. And so, um, yeah, we got what looks to be a pretty packed show. And um, I don't think we've shared kind of our opinions on all this stuff so far. So I can't wait to hear what you both think about all the stuff um so yeah let's get right into it the first thing that we got is uh recently some news dropped about some castings of some current or some dc movies that are currently in development so the first thing that happened which i think can kind of be big is uh uh billy crudup has left the flash and uh he's being replaced by ron livingston so I think that's pretty interesting because Billy Crudup was, you know, obviously in Zack Snyder's Justice League. And um, I think it's interesting that they're willing to move on. So I, I wouldn't say easily, but, um, you know, the the reasoning was scheduling conflicts. So, you know, we don't know what it is, uh, but how what, what are your both thoughts on kind of that that casting news? I mean, I'm I'm a little disappointed just because I like Billy Crudup as an actor. Uh, I first got a glimpse of him in Watchmen because he played Dr. Manhattan before he turned blue. And I, I liked him in the Zack Snyder Justice League. Um, I liked his uh, relationship and his chemistry with Ezra Miller. And I mean, not to take anything away from Ron Livingston, but I only know him from Office Space. So I don't like picture him in that kind of superhero uh, universe. I just kind of see him as the guy that wants to break the, the copier machine and quit his job. So, I mean, I, I don't want to take anything away from him as an actor because I haven't seen him in much, but I, I was a little bummed when I heard that news. Yeah, I, I honestly forgot he was in office space until you shared that gift in the, uh, the gift in the group chat. Uh, but uh, I don't really have too much knowledge of Ron Livingston. Uh, the only role I really remember was him playing the dad in Conjuring. And I feel like he was pretty decent in that movie. So, you know, I I, I wasn't over the moon about Kurt up. Uh, I didn't really feel, I mean, they they had some okay scenes in the Snyder Cut. Like the one in the, I really like the one in like the epilogue where like Barry like puts the, the job interview thing on the glass screen. I thought they had some really good, uh, or no, not the, you know, the job paperwork or whatever you put on the screen. I thought they had really good chemistry in that scene. But other than that, sure. I mean, I wasn't I wasn't really over the moon about him. So I'm kind of interested to see where like Ron Livingstone will take this role. And hopefully maybe we can get a little bit more connection. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't, to me, the, the part was still pretty small in the Justice League. So it didn't have that big of an effect. I think it's kind of easy to kind of, you know, recast and just move forward. And um, I think it's it's easy to just 
you know, move forward with a different actor. Now, I'm just curious if whether or not this is going to be an indication of that they're moving in more of a different direction with the movie, you know, because Snyder had a certain vision and Billy Crudup and Snyder have worked before. And so there's, you know, you can do some inferring that maybe they're pretty good friends. They have a good relationship. So maybe if they're moving in a different direction, maybe he just didn't like where it was going and didn't feel the connection toward it like he did when Zack Snyder was in control of things. So I'm reading into it a lot, of course, as a lot of us do, but it's, you know, it's cool. I think we'll be okay. I think we'll live and everything will be fine when we see him in the role. And yeah, the, the next bit of casting news is um, a pretty big one is Pierce Brosnan has been cast as Dr. Fate in the Black Adam movie. Um, you know, he's going to be playing a member of the JSA and he, I'm assuming from what I understand or the rumors are of the story, the Justice League, the Justice Society of America is going to be trying to stop Black Adam at some point and whatever he's doing. So Dr. Fate is this character who's usually Kent Nelson in the comics. He's an older gentleman who wears the helmet and he gains all the powers and yeah, he's, I'm assuming, I can't wait to see if he, like, you know, Pierce Brosnan's Pierce Brosnan. Like, he's, he's exciting. He's cool. I like his, I like, I like him as an actor. So I can't wait to see if he's going to be like a mentor role for the JSA and just to see how the whole dynamics between him and the rest of the group works. And I can't wait to see the character. It's pretty cool. Um, Brad, what do you think about Pierce Brosnan's casting? So uh, I think Pierce Brown, he's an okay casting for the uh, for the role. Uh, I mean, he's a decent actor and he's been in some really good action movies. I mean, obviously he was, you know, James Bond for a little bit. Uh, I don't know if he's the guy I would have chosen for this. Uh, I, don't, I certainly don't hate it. Uh, we touched on this in the group chat and I'll let you expand a little bit if mm -hmm. you want to, Carlos, because it was kind of your thought. But I think it would have been cooler take on the character to see someone of like Egyptian descent and like, you know, in that lore and see like what their take on the character right. is. Uh, so overall, I'm just, I'm pretty mad on the casting. You know, I don't love it. I don't hate it. You know, it doesn't really detract from my excitement for the movie, but it also doesn't really add to it. Just kind of, eh. For sure. For sure. What about you, Matt? Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of in the same boat as Brad. I, I think Pierce Brosnan's a good actor. Um, obviously he's well known for his, uh, James Bond movies. And there's a movie in the 90s called Dante's Peak that he made that I actually really enjoyed. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm not like over the moon about the casting and there has been different versions of Dr. Fate. So if they go in the Kent Nelson version, then, you know, it's, it's whatever. But um, a, as you mentioned in the group chat, you know, it would have probably been cooler to see someone of uh, an Egyptian uh, descent playing the character because the most recent version in June, 2015, I even looked it up. Um, they had Khalid Nasir as uh, being Dr. Fate. So, you know, they have had people who are um, Egyptian playing that character. And there's the actor that you had mentioned um, who played uh, Rachel Ghul in Gotham, uh, Alexander Siddig, I think it's pronounced, who I think is a really cool actor. And I would have loved to have seen him play that role. But um, yeah, I mean, if you want to expand your thoughts more on that, then I'll pass that to you. 
Oh, yeah. So, you know, for me, I'm always big on trying to get, you know, as much diversity into these types of things, because I think it's important, especially now with how many people watch these movies. And um, so with the Kent Nelson character from, you know, reading a little bit and uh, some more points that were made on Twitter, but I forgot the user, so I can't give him a shout out, uh, was kind of pointed out that like Kent Nelson's character background is, you know, kind of like the old adage of like you know a white dude going in stealing these artifacts and then he gets powers well while that's cool i think now would have been a great time to see somebody from that you know egyptian background and be a person who gets bestowed with this power and is doing kind of like the opposite and protecting it and you know returning certain artifacts and things that were once stolen and I think it would have been really nice to see that it would have been really powerful. I think it would have made up for me personally, the fact that black Adam isn't being played by like an Egyptian or North African actor. Um, while I think the rock is cool. He was one of my favorite wrestlers, you know, growing up. Uh, I, I just question the, you know, casting there. Cause I think there's a lot you could have done for, you know, that group of people and giving them someone cool on the screen so while like you guys said pierce brosnan's all right he's cool it, it would have been just really nice to see a different take on the character and go in a different direction and, uh give us something new and fresh to kind of look at and watch and yeah that's that's my thoughts on it i mean it, it is what it is right and we'll see how it goes I mean, I'm just happy that at least with this movie, we'll get to see um, Hawkman being played by Aldous Hodge, which that's going to be cool. Um, and, you know, Hawkman is usually played by a, uh, or is usually a white dude. Now he's being played by Aldous Hodge, who is a black actor. So that's at least pretty cool. Um, other than that, that's pretty much all the like casting news we got so far. So um, let's just get right into the Suicide Squad trailer, guys. I'm ready. So I think at least from what I know, look at, see Matt's face. He's already giving me the like, uh. me personally, if you don't know this yet. I'm a big suicide squad guy. Like I, I have a lot of, you know, I have quite a few volumes of suicide squad, new 52 and rebirth. I really like it. Like James Gunn, he knows how to make good uh, team up movies. So let's see what he can do. And I'm going to say with this trailer, I'm excited as somebody who likes a suicide squad. Um, yeah, it, it won me over pretty quick. I was like, oh, this looks cool. All right. There's not there's not a like a dour feeling like this is there's no longer a heavy feeling on these movies. It's like it's a bunch of weirdos who have a bomb in their neck and Amanda Waller's making them work. And I'm down with that. And they're in some country where they're not supposed to be doing something that is way over there in, you know, and they're in way over their heads. Sign me up, you know? So this trailer had everything that I look for. So Matt, l let me hear it, dude. I have to hear it. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm usually the one that's very, like very optimistic and very positive about things, but I'll, I'll be honest, this trailer didn't do it for me. Um, I wasn't that excited about it. I thought that the, the humor in the trailer wasn't that funny it was kind of just like, I don't know. I just, I just didn't think it was funny. And you, you did bring up a good point where this trailer does give the impression that it's not like as serious as the last movie was. 
and you know knowing the suicide squad they're they're not really like that they're not a justice league of bad guys they they are that kind of group of just weird individuals that have a bomb in their neck and are doing things that you know the other superheroes or anti-heroes aren't doing so I, I think the trailer did do a good job of at least setting up that kind of atmosphere for this movie where it is just kind of like a ragtag team of a bunch of weirdos and assholes and they put them together. But um, yeah, I just, the movie just didn't make it, the trailer didn't make it appealing to me. I mean, I'm still going to see it because, you know, a trailer doesn't mean that a movie's going to be good or bad based on that. But I just, I didn't get as excited for it as you did. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Brad, what did you think, dude? I really enjoyed the trailer. Um, I'm on Carl's side with this one. Uh, I thought it looked way more fun than the David Ayer version. Uh, looks like it's just kind of like a balls to the wall, you know, action packed storyline. So I think that's going to be really cool. Uh, I love the song choice, um, even though I didn't know what song it was at first. Uh, but I just thought the song choice fit with the trailer perfectly. And then when I did a little bit more research on the song, I found it's called Dirty Work by Steely Dan, which is like, I think that's like the perfect song name for like a movie about the Suicide oh. Squad. Because like, uh, they're always doing the dirty work, you know, they're always in there doing what nobody else wants to do. So I thought that was awesome. And then also I hope that the, like the song choice, I hope that plays into the actual movie. Cause one thing about uh, James Gunn is his soundtracks are usually like impeccable. Like that was the, that was the one thing that really sold me on guardians of the galaxy. Cause that's that soundtrack was, I mean, it was just simply awesome. And that was, it just tied in the movie so well. So I hope that's something that we get in the Suicide Squad. And yeah, I think just overall, I'm, you know, I'm pretty excited for the movie. I will say real quick that I do like the casting for this movie more. I, I mean, Will Smith is a great actor, but I, I didn't love him as Deadshot, but having Idris Elba as Bloodsport, I like that casting a lot more. So I'm at least more excited for the cast than the previous movie. And I think Starro as the villain, that's yeah, pretty interesting, I mean, too. Uh, dude, yeah. Adding Starro in, like, a lot of people, if you don't know who Starro is, I I had to explain it. So Starro's, you know, basically this alien life form, crash lands on Earth, and he has, like, psychic abilities, wants to take over the world. He's that kind of conqueror type person. But what's cool is, like, he you know throws out a bunch of these little smaller versions of himself they get attached to the face and that's how he kind of controls everybody um so i'm wondering if they're going to go that far with the character because that is pretty bizarre you know i'm wondering also wondering if some of the squad is going to get those things on them and end up having to be killed because you know it is a suicide squad so i'm sure somebody's gonna um take some shots and you know it's gonna be fun i think more than anything it's gonna be fun movie james gonna know how to make a fun team up movie as someone who likes king shark in the comics i'm a little bummed out about his design um so quick background on king shark from the comics his name is uh, king nananue so he's like a someone that polynesians and hawaiians kind of worshiped as the god of the ocean he's actually the son of like the shark king or god of the ocean and someone else and um you know he's like actually a really powerful character and he's always built like re like a great white like a giant muscular body so i'm you know i know james gunn he likes to you know take a certain comedic 
approach to things. So I get the design, but I'm kind of bummed out. I wish there would have been a little bit more, more oomph to them. And I'm a little bummed. I don't know if you meant, uh, if you mentioned it, Matt, but like Idris Elba playing Bloodsport. While I like Idris Elba, I think he could have been done at a better character. Like I, I might've made him like Black Spider. Not sure if you guys know who that is, but he's like a anti-hero type. He's an assassin dude who he goes and um, his whole thing is he hates the Suicide Squad because he they're all villains and he kills villains. Like he puts them down and he hates every single member of the Suicide Squad and wants to kill them all. And so the whole time he's just going back and forth and telling everybody like, you know, I'm going to kill you once we're done here. Like, um, you know, or if I see you out in the streets, that type of stuff. And I think that would have been kind of cool to see you just able to do. Um, also, I feel like the squad is missing Deadshot. I love Deadshot. Like, he's such a good character. I, I think he's underutilized. Um, if you follow me on social media, you'll you'll see my tweets with me just talking about Deadshot and how he's a great character. And I like him as part of the squad. I like him as the leader. And, you know, if you guys remember, the rumor was that Idris Elba was being cast as Deadshot to replace Will Smith. And that was the whole idea. And then they came back around and said, uh, never mind. We're going to, you know, change his character. So I wish they would have just done it and move forward. Because I think Idris Elba would have played a better Deadshot anyways. I was under the impression that Idris Elba was playing Deadshot too. And when mm-hmm. I saw in the trailer that he was a different character, I had to look up who Bloodsport was. And I did think it was kind of cool scary. though. It's kind of cool though that his um, character apparently put Superman in the hospital. He was hired to yeah. uh, kill Superman, and he shot him with a kryptonite bullet and put him in the hospital. So, I mean, at least he seems like he's a, a legitimate assassin. It's not just like you know a, a discount Kmart version of someone. But I wonder yeah. if them not recasting Deadshot means maybe Will Smith depending on how this movie does comes back in another movie or they pick another actor to recast. But I, I do agree that I think Deadshot was a good leader. And even though I said a couple minutes ago, I like Idris Elba playing this character. I think he would have been better for Deadshot, but I mean, that's, that's just how it goes, as you said. Yeah. And what's even funny is like in the trailer, they kind of say like, Oh, I don't remember who tells him. Like, oh, you're the leader. What are we supposed to do? I think it's some line kind of like that. Talking, it was John Cena. Elba. Was it? Oh, okay. So, yeah. yeah it was John it's, Cena. It's John Cena talking talking to him. And, you know, I 100%, this is me just believing what I believe, that he wrote James Gunn and then wrote the story with Deadshot as the character. He was supposed to play him. And then WB said, nope, got to change it. And so they just kind of changed his name. So, yeah, I'm not sure. That's just the way I'm feeling about, like, you know, I think that's kind of what they did with Bloodsport there. Um, you know, just felt like it was meant to be Deadshot. At least that's kind of what everything was uh, seemed like it was leading up to, and then it changed. So I'm sure it'll work. Uh, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, I actually uh, saw in an article that um, apparently James Gunn wrote uh, Bloodsport specifically for Idris Elba. So um, in the beginning, they may have had it as mm. he may have had it as Deadshot, but um, in the article, um, he said that he never writes roles for actors specifically, but he wrote this Bloodsport role specifically for Idris Elba. So maybe it was you know from the from the start uh, planned to be Bloodsport, or 
maybe he was going to go with Deadshot, and then they told him he has to use somebody else. So then he's like, all right, I'll write Bloodsport, and I'll do it for Idris Elba. So, I mean, it, it could be a both situation. Yeah. Yeah, but that's cool. I mean, that's exciting, though. Like, the fact that James Gunn is going to, you know, do that for Idris Elba, who's a great great actor. And, like, he's he's a badass. And so I can't wait to see it. Um, I do want to mention before we move on, though, that I think – it makes total sense that John Cena's Peacemaker is going to get a uh, series only because in the little bit of the trailer that he's in, he kind of starts to steal the show. Like the dude, listen, I know people like were hating on the jokes, but the line that he has about like, if, if there was a, if the, oh, what is it? If the shore was filled with wien wieners or filled with dicks and I had to eat them for the sake of Liberty. No problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, I was dying at that line. <laughs> he, he looks like he's just going to kill it as that character, that over the top, like, dude. And I, I can't wait to watch him just play that character. And it's exciting. Oh, man. So, yeah, what'd you guys think about John Cena? I, I mean, I thought he looked like um, he's going to do a good job in the role. And, you know, this might be DC's kind of version of Drax, you know, using a, a successful wrestler to play this kind of over-the-top character. Um, and I've always kind of thought wrestlers could be good actors because, I mean, in wrestling, they're portraying a character, they're selling a storyline. And, you know, there's there's a lot more kind of acting involved with the um with wrestling. So, I mean, I know there's been a lot of wrestlers that have tried their hand in Hollywood before and have failed miserably and the rock kind of changed that narrative. But I think Batista is, is starting to kind of cement his status as a legitimate actor. And I think John Cena could kind of be the next actor that, that takes up that mantle as a successful transition because I, I don't watch wrestling anymore, but from what I kind of keep my ears out for, um, it seems like he's, kind of at the tail end of his career so i, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if we start seeing him in more roles for sure brad were you feeling the john cena peacemaker or what yeah i i, I was i was cracking up at that scene that you mentioned and then uh <laughs> i also i on john cena as an actor i haven't really been huge on him as an actor uh but there was like i remember there's one scene i don't know if you guys saw the the bumblebee reboot Yes. Uh, there was like yes. there was like that one scene at the end where he was like, "Good work, soldier," or something like that. I thought that was the cheesiest shit I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, but I I, th I liked him in the Suicide Squad, so maybe it just kind of like depends on like the role that he's playing. Uh, but yeah, so I, I'm excited to see him. Uh, I mean, just that one scene alone in the trailer that made me crack up. So I I mean, hopefully there's more moments like that. Yeah, dude. And honestly, this humor people were bitching about the humor like this humor is right up my alley like you know harley quinn saying i love rain it's like angel splooging on you like that's amazing dude that's so gross <laughs> but it's hilarious and um yeah I, I just can't wait to see what other jokes he has um i was shocked i think we kind of skipped over this real quick though i was shocked that um sylvester stallone playing king shark um mm. like it kind of took me by surprise a little bit Right. Like I was like, oh, OK, that's cool. And he doesn't have many lines. Like I think he says like, oh, hand. Right. And uh, what's the other one? I think like whatever. When he eats the guy, he says something real quick. But I think you know, he says like yummy snack I think it, or something. 
yeah, yeah something and you know uh king shark in the the comics again he rarely says things it's mostly like food eat you know things like that it's like a lot of one words but there's also a sense of like that he's a lot smarter behind that but there's a lot more going on so i wonder if we're gonna get that at all probably not but yeah i i, I liked it how matt what'd you think about like sylvester stallone's voice so far did it sound cool yeah, I mean, I, you can kind of get the the hint of his real voice in there, but I think he does a, a decent enough job of, you know, doing whatever vocal work to make it that it's not, you know, just you're hearing that voice and you think that's Rocky. So, you know, I, I think he did a good job in in that sense. Yeah. So people aren't just like, oh, that's Rocky. I'm listening to Rocky as a shark, as an overweight shark. Yeah, yeah, definitely agree Matt, with Matt. What you, uh, how do you feel about Sylvester Stallone's voice? Yeah, definitely agree with Matt. Uh, I, I thought like the scene where like he was like eating the dude, that one was really cool. And then uh, he said, so- didn't he say something in the movie theater too? Yeah, I think when, so. When they're all sitting in the movie theater and then... Uh, yeah, the, that's where he pointed at his hand. Oh, okay. And then the polka dots guy, like, uh, I hope we die. And then uh, I think uh, Bloodsport's like, uh, fuck, I hope so or something like that. Yeah, there, there's some. It's, uh, it's the other way around. Yeah, Bloodsport says. Oh, it's the other uh, way around. So he might say like "God help us" or something like that. Yeah, Bloodsport says like "fuck." He he says "fuck." We're all gonna die on this. And then, um, Polka Dot Man says, "I hope so," or "God, I hope so," or some shit. Yeah. And then it was also funny when they were uh, when they're interviewing the so or not interviewing inter- interrogating that dude. Uh, Harley Quinn was like, if we see you with personalized license plates, we kill you. And then somebody actually traced that back to the Joker because he <laughs> yeah. had a personalized license plate. Yeah. Oh, that's a good connection. I didn't even think about that. When when did they finish shooting? Because they also had the joke about um, coughing and not covering your mouth when coughing. <laughs> and she's like, we'll kill you. And I think Rick Flagg is the character's <laughs> name. And he's like, we won't kill you, but that doesn't give you permission to not cover your mouth while coughing. So I, I didn't know if maybe that was like a COVID related, like kind of throw in joke or if that was just like, it just happened to, they just happened to say that. It, it might be cause they finished shooting um, not too long ago. I think maybe a few months ago. Um, I know James Gunn, somebody had asked him like how many shots he had left to like finish up on. And I think this was like, maybe a few weeks ago and he said just one so i think they're all done i think they finished fairly recently so this feels like a that could very well be a a covid joke you know kind of snuck in there um but yeah uh overall like i I, like i said i can't wait it's gonna looks like it's gonna be nuts so um that's all i need to see also i i probably won't be watching any more trailers that's it i'm done i'm sold give me the movie um so let's get into the like final thing that we're going to do tonight in preparation for godzilla versus kong um so today what we're going to do is each of us is going to go around and kind of give pose the question who would win between this person or group versus this person or group right and um, we're just going to have short little discussions about it who we think would win and yeah, each of us is going to give one. And um, if you're listening 
or you know if you're watching or whatever and you know don't be afraid to chime in let us know at all of our uh, social medias who do you think would win in these battles um so i want to go first just because it kind of ties into what we've been talking about tonight um me in the spirit of pinning marvel versus dc and since we just talked about suicide squad i'm going to pose to you who would win the suicide squad versus guardians of the galaxy yeah i'm gonna go with guardians of the galaxy mm, that's bold just just because i mean i i don't know a whole lot about suicide squad so i don't know about like people having powers but I feel like Guardians of the Galaxy, they might have more like kind of powers rather than just being like extremely good fighters or like, you know, top of the class marksmen like Deadshot and stuff like that. And I mean, it, it's hard to see some of those characters being able to win against Groot because, I mean, a living tree that can fight, it's that's pretty hard to fight against. And Drax is also... And this is where it gets difficult because Drax in the comics is a lot more powerful than Drax in the uh, MCU version. Even though he's still like a formidable fighter in the MCU, he's he's more powerful in the comics. So then it's like, well, which version are we taking? But I don't know. I think I would just go with Guardians of the Galaxy because I think their right. their abilities um, are more powerful. And honestly, I think they also work better together as a team as well. So. Yeah, I definitely think uh, I'm going to have to go with Matt here. Uh, I'm definitely going to go with Guardians of the Galaxy over Suicide Squad. Uh, I think uh, Groot's abilities, for one, uh, I, it, all, it depends if we're getting baby Groot or if we're getting adult Groot. If we're getting adult Groot, I, I think Guardians of the Galaxy wins pretty easily just because of his abilities. I mean, being able to shoot like tree limbs out of his arms, and I, I, that's just an, I don't think that's an ability anybody on the Suicide Squad can match. And also Drax, uh, you, you know, like Matt brought up, you know, are we getting the MCU version? Are we getting the comics version? But either way, you know, he's another formidable fighter. Uh, Star-Lord, uh, I, I think he's an idiot, honestly. I still won't forgive him for what he did in uh, Infinity War. But I just, I, I think overall the ability of Guardians of the Galaxy, I think they're watching the Suicide Squad. And Matt brought up another good point is I think uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy, they're definitely going to work together better because Suicide Squad, they're just they're like this group of uh, anti-heroes, villains, criminals, whatever you want to call them. And they're like forced to work together. Whereas, well, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy is kind of the same thing, but I feel like if we're going off movie version, they have a little bit more chemistry with each other. Yeah, and I'm also going to now kind of put up an argument for the other side, even though I said Guardians of the Galaxy. It depends on who shows up for Suicide Squad, too, because if you have Enchantress yep. and Diablo, then I think it it sways more towards um, Suicide Squad. So I think it, it really depends on who shows up on, on Fight Night, because at times Guardians of the Galaxy would have the upper hand, but then depending on who shows up for Suicide Squad, then you know they might have the upper hand. So... I think what we got to do is just call up the movie studios and be like, look, you got to make this movie and, and put this together so we can find out on our podcast who, who would win. Yeah. And, and that was my argument for it, Matt. It's like, it, it depends on who's, who's coming from DC side. Like if it's Enchantress and Diablo, like I think Enchantress is 
uh, extremely powerful, like way more powerful than she was shown to be in that damn movie. And Diablo, we already seen, is powerful in himself. And so he's going to call a lot of attention to himself. And, you know, he can deal some damage to a living tree. And Enchantress can he's keep... He's going to make him firewood. You know, that, that living tree at bay, too. Yeah, exactly. So there's a lot that, you know, can change depending on who the roster is. But yeah, I, I'll go with Suicide Squad just to be different and just because I like the squad better. But yeah. All right. Uh, let's go with Brad, dude. Brad, who's your who's your battle? Who do we got? So I hope you guys are horror fans. Uh, I have Freddy Krueger versus Michael Myers. All right, I'll I'll go first because I know Carlos isn't that big of a, a horror fan. Um, I think again, this kind of comes down to well, it's not the same scenario as Suicide Squad and Guardians of the Galaxy, but it's we have to understand where the fight's happening. If it's happening in the dream world, then I think Freddy Krueger has the obvious upper hand. Um, if it's happening in the real world, I would give it to Michael Myers. But I think for just the sake of argument, them both at their best, I'm just going to go with Michael Myers because I I think he's more intimidating mm. and I think he is more powerful, even though Freddy can control other people's dreams. Um, I think Michael Myers is just more relentless and un, un, unwielding in his uh, pursuit of killing people. Um, so I'm going to go with Michael Myers over Freddy Krueger. Oh, okay. So, yeah, not the biggest horror guy. I have seen some of their movies. Um, I will probably go with, if we're just taking them at, like, face value and not taking all this context into consideration, I'm probably going with Freddy Krueger just for the sake of how powerful and how, like, you know, the things he can do, like, if they're fighting on you know, whatever the playing field may be, I think just at powerful level, I think Freddy Krueger might get him, you know, because all the sh different shit he can transform into, he's going to be, you know, I think that that's how he'd get him. And I mean, even when he got pulled into the uh, the real world, right, in Freddy versus Jason, dude got his head cut off, Jason walks out with it, Freddy still winks. So the dude's alive, he can't be killed. So Michael Myers might like stab this dude a bunch of times, and throw him somewhere, but Freddy isn't gonna die, so I'm gonna have to give it to Freddy. That's my pick. Yeah, this this was a tough one for me, honestly, because I mean they both have like certain points that like the other one can't exploit. Because like Freddy, as you know, he's afraid of fire, because that's you know that's the re the way he died. And then, uh, but and then Michael Myers, you know, he doesn't really he doesn't have any fear. And he doesn't go to sleep. So, like, if I, I, how would a battle happen in the dream world if Michael Myers doesn't go to sleep? Which was that's what I was kind of grappling with. Because, like, Freddy Krueger, like, he's definitely more powerful in the dream world because he's invincible. He can't die. But how are we going to get to the dream world if Michael Myers doesn't go to sleep? Yeah. And I also thought, because I, I think that Freddy Krueger also feeds off fear, too. So mm -hmm. the less afraid you are um, in the dream, the less powerful he is. And I think that you said that Michael Myers doesn't really, I mean, what is he afraid of not having a babysitter? Like, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's kind of where his origin story started. 
So I don't know what Michael Myers is afraid of. So I don't know what Freddy could do to exploit that because in Freddy vs. Jason, Jason had the fear of drowning. And um, when he was a kid at the camp, he drowned. So Freddy used that to exploit him. So I, I don't know what he could use against Michael Myers. I, maybe a p- picture of Austin Powers and like this is a lesser version of you. I, I don't know. So, you know, I again, I, I'm rolling with Michael Myers on this. Yeah, plus, like, if he tries to, like, light Freddy on fire, I mean, he can easily do that because, like, I think Michael Myers has been blown up, like, three times, two, <laughs> two times. So, I like, if you try, you know, he could just light him on fire and easily walk out of the fire and still be alive. So, I, I don't know. It's, it's tough to see Freddy winning this one. For my verses um, of who would win, I have one of the big bads from Marvel and one of the big bads from DC, and it's one that's been talked about before, so I'm not reinventing the wheel here, but I have the Mad Titan Thanos versus Darkseid. So, Brad, who who do you think would win in that matchup? Oof. Does Thanos have Infinity Stones? He does not have Infinity Stones, and Darkseid does not have the anti-life equation. So it's just them kind of at their their base power, respectively. Does Darkseid have Omega Beams when he doesn't have the anti-life equation? I'm I'm pretty sure he's he can use those without the anti-life equation. Okay, yeah, then I'm probably I'm probably gonna go Darkseid. Uh, I feel like Dark Darkseid's just way too overpowered. Uh, I was actually reading a post on Twitter of like all his abilities. Like he can make himself like as big as he wants. Uh, he can multiply himself. Uh, he's got the Omega beams. So yeah, I just I feel like Thanos is getting washed. Yeah, I I was looking up their uh, abilities too, and uh, Dark Sides vastly outweigh the amount of abilities Thanos has. Uh, yeah, um, I'm going with my DC boy. Dark side is gonna wash him. Uh, especially Thanos doesn't have gauntlet, doesn't have stones, just power for power. Um, Dark side has the Omega beams. He's also incredibly, incredibly overpowered in any normally any media form, you know. So I was, besides what Zack Snyder decided to do to him, whatever. Um, yeah, so I think Darkseid is beating him, probably beating him pretty good. And um, yeah, I think Darkseid is going to wash him flat out. Okay, I'll just go there and say he's going to wash him. It's not even going to be close. Darkseid is going to eventually overwhelm him with everything he's got, with his strength. His Omega Beams are going to keep Thanos at a certain length. And then when he finally gets close, if he gets lucky, he's going to get the shit beat out of him. Um, and it's that that's how it's going to go. Um, yeah. And the fact that he looked like a punk in Snyder's version upsets me, but that's for another day. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we're all in agreement that dark side would definitely beat Thanos and dark side was even, um, kind of the inspiration for the creation of Thanos. They, um, well, I don't want to put words in their mouth. I don't know if they wanted to create Thanos because of Darkseid, but they used him to uh, model. They used Darkseid as the model for Thanos. I, I think Darkseid just is more powerful than him. He's bigger, stronger, and and as Carlos said, maybe didn't look that in the Zack Snyder movie, but I, I think uh, 
basically any iteration of Darkseid is going to beat Thanos, which, you know, it stinks because Thanos is cool, but I think Darkseid definitely. But uh, that is uh, what we had for today's podcast. Um, as always, follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, uh, on YouTube, uh, on Twitter. We're at IT Multiverse. Um, and then for YouTube, just check us out on Inside the Multiverse. You can find uh, the previous two video episodes we have. And we're also on uh, the podcasts for iTunes. So you can check us out there as well. Um, as always, I'm Matt. Carlos and Brad, and we will see you guys next time.